There we go. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Season 3, Episode 7 of the SNS Sports Podcast on the SNS Sports Network. I'm your host, Sal, with my co-host. Samuel. And we're back. Uh, you know, I was a little busy with work. They had me working a whole bunch of shifts and, you know, Thanksgiving. So expect the same for Christmas. Uh, but I got some time. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to be talking about uh, week 12, predicting week 13 of the NFL. We'll maybe we'll maybe look at the play or the, the in-season tournament for NBA, but I don't really care enough about that. And then uh, we'll talk, we'll recap Survivor Series and such. So without further ado, let's get into our week 12 recap. Starting off with the Green Bay Packers at Detroit Lions. Green Bay defeating Detroit 29-22. Sam, you'll take this one away before I lose my crap. Uh, well, to me, I was kind of surprised Green Bay uh, went into Detroit and beat them. But also, Jared Goff had a bad day. Uh, he, Even though it up here it says he was a passer leader with 232, he did throw like three interceptions, but it looked like Detroit was – Gonna try to make a comeback like they did versus Chicago, but eventually that didn't happen. And the halftime performance was pretty bad. Yeah, I heard Jack Harlow's uh, halftime performance wasn't very good. Um, no, it, it caused a lot of memes because people were like putting on social media, like, what was the budget for it? Was it like. Well, I heard a lot of people. I heard a lot of people like Dolly Parton's. Uh, uh Dolly Parton's was great, actually. <laughs> Dolly Parton's was better than Jack Harlow, definitely, because she had, she actually fit the part of like her, where she was located. Like she was uh, the, she was in Dallas. She came out with like this big stage. With the Dallas Star logo, and she actually dressed up like a Dallas cheerleader. At her age, she was actually pretty uh, good. Look, pretty good. She looks pretty good for her age, being seventy-seven. Yeah, Noni's eighty, so she's only three years younger than Noni. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Dolly Parton's been doing what fifty, or probably even later than that. She's been doing and touring for a while, but I mean, yeah, I would probably say Dolly Parton's halftime show was better than Jack Carlos because Jack Carlos was like, uh, it was like snowed ice. It looked like it was supposed to be fake snow and a fake ice, and they had like a smoke machine coming out of it, and then apparently the dancers that he had were all like out of sync. Yeah, uh, <coughs> Jesus. Um, I have to say, it's NFC North football for the Green Bay Packers versus the Detroit Lions. NFC football. But still, that was also for the – I mean, it's a divisional game too. That's what I'm saying. That's that's what it is. It's You can't count anybody out because there's always an upset. I'm pretty sure the Bears have had a couple upsets on an Aaron Rodgers. Well, no, never mind. Never mind on that. But it's been, I think, Detroit's had an upset or two on Green Bay before when they were underdogs. 
So yeah, yeah it was it's back even, and forth. It was last year. Remember, but they suck. Like the Detroit Lions suck on fucking Thanksgiving Day. They are zero and six for the past six years. They've never won. Yeah, I don't understand that, especially with how they're rolling this year. It was their record eight and three, and I don't know. Yeah, they're eight and three now. Because, yeah, I just don't get how you're that bad on Thanksgiving. But they still have, they're still making the playoffs. I mean, they still, what would that say? They have a 97% chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. It was such a, I thought it was just going to be like a, like a, like a playoff bracket, and it wasn't. It was fucking dumb. No, I did I, like. I, I did like those percentages there because it definitely tells you if you look at the two teams. San Fran's a hundred percent, obviously. Um, Philadelphia's a hundred percent. I mean, the NFC is a lot wider open than the AFC, even though now technically. The AFC's wider open now because of a lot of the injuries to a lot of the star quarterbacks. Yeah. So that Washington p- and Dallas was a blowout. Blow. The only good thing about that game was the halftime performance, which we were talking about Dolly Parton. That was it. Yeah. And then San Francisco the, and Seattle. I didn't even watch this game. It was like a. I didn't it, watch it either. It was like twenty. Well, I watched it, but it was like twenty-one three when I turned it off. And obviously, Christian McCaffrey's <clears throat> putting himself in the, in the MVP conversation. Uh, the Black and Friday game was a fucking bloat. It was. I mean, until the. What until the what are they calling it now? Like the fail Mary or something? Like, cause it was like a pick six return for a touchdown. Holy fuck! Excuse me. Yeah, cause in that game, in the game, it was like uh, they tried to. It was towards the halftime, and they tried to throw a hail Mary instead. It was a fail barrier. Intercept. They threw it, and it ended up being an interception for a uh, touchdown. All right. Then we have the Sunday. The Sunday slate. Atlanta took care of business over New Orleans. I was kind of shocked. I thought Atlanta was going to be bad, but nah. So division game. That's what happens. Yeah, Atlanta's now the number one seed in that division. Yeah. Then we have uh, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Actually going for a 400-yard uh, game on offense, and Pat Fryermuth had fucking uh, – 120 receptions. Led the league for that week on receiving yards, which is awesome. Well, you could see – you could if you were watching the game, you could see Kenny Pickett looked more confident in the offense now that the guy we've been yelling the fire finally got that bucket 
Yeah. And uh, who was that? Kenny Pickett, 278. Najee Harris, 99. Pat Fryermuth, 120. I think this was 120. It's way smaller. I'm looking at the projection. Yeah, the yeah it was 270. He went for 278. Najee could have had 100 yards, but I like the Steelers' new two-back system. Uh, it works, don't it? Yeah. Well, now people are thinking um, – I think was it on this episode? What episode were we talking about? Like coaches being fired, and I think we got one of them right anyway. Frank, Frank Reich's already gone. I, yeah, I, we, I've been we've been everybody knew since the beginning of time that Brandon Staley needs fired. Yeah, he's apparently there's he's on the hot seat finally. Uh, who else? Because uh, Car- Carolina, Tennessee were next. And I was watching that game, and it was like, oh, well, yeah, he's getting fired because uh, it looks like Bryce Young is not looking good. And it looks like the Panthers are going to be regretting that pick. I'm a, I've been a firm believer in C.J. Stroud. Uh, <laughs> it was just heartbreaking to watch that field goal. I got flashbacks. Okay, Mr. I'm Ohio State all the way down there. I'm so tired of this shit. Screw <laughs> Michigan. Screw Michigan. All right. John Harbaugh's a fraud. Screw the Wolverines. I hate that team. I didn't oh, even Georgia watch. steamrolls them. Actually, I hope Ohio- Iowa fucking beats the hell out of them. Georgia will steamroll them. Georgia's the best team in the country. Kyle McCord is a ass quarterback. I've been saying it. He throws Should a arch? fucking shitty ass, co- shitty ass interception. These fuck keep it. All right, Samuel, keep this in mind. Right, the past three years, right, we've lost to Michigan. Who was our quarterback the first two years? Uh, Stroud was. C.J. Stroud, who's out here dicing up all NFL teams, and we have this scrub. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, I never heard of him until. Excuse me. This scrub, Kyle McCord, and he almost beats him by three points. I, or not three points. I think it was like six points or something. What was now, it? The final score was 30-24, and apparently I saw there was a debate going on. I saw the last second of the game. There like, there was a debate that whether it was the ball was an interception or was it a touchdown. I thought it was an interception. From the angle I saw, yeah, it was an interception, but and apparently that would, been, that would have been a touchdown, or no, not a touchdown. That would have had the no. Game. I think that would have sealed the game for Ohio State. I thought. I thought that was more in the earlier part of the game. Um. Uh, well, if you look at the photos, I think they're out now. There's a portion where it was who was it was that Cameron Burke? Is he the corner that was covering the? Michigan receiver, I don't even know his name, was I think it's Romeo Wilson. Uh, and the picture's weird because, like, you have both guys grabbing onto the ball, but then I watched an interview on the Rich Eisen show with Dan Bland, Dean Blandino. Apparently, he says the refs can't rule it, they have to rule it a touchdown because technically his knee is on the goal line. Whatever. Which to me was ridiculous. Dude, 
I'm tired of losing to that team. I hope they fucking lose in the Big Ten championship. Who are they playing in the Big Ten? I think Iowa. Who's Iowa? Oh, Iowa's quarterback is uh, the former Michigan quarterback, so he's probably going to want to beat them. I think it's Iowa or Iowa State. Whoever has the uh, the yellow and black logo, I think it's Iowa. Uh, that's Iowa. They're number 17. In the yeah, country. that's that's Iowa. Iowa's the black and yellow like hawk. Oh, Jesus. Can we stop doing this fucking shit? But, uh, yeah, so. <coughs> yeah, it's. Uh, Michigan and Iowa. They're yeah, Iowa. Florida State LSU is going to be an interesting one because. All right, what did I say? Flor- no, Florida State and Louisville is an interesting one because Louisville. No, Georgia and Bama is an interesting one. That's true. Yeah, Georgia, Bama. I still think Georgia is just going to steamroll Bama just because uh, I'll quote Josh Taylor, who I watch on the nightly sports call and everywhere. He says Georgia is like the Roman reigns of college football. You want to draft guys to there, draft guys from there. All these other games don't seem... I mean, Texas-Oklahoma is an interesting one. Uh, Washington-Oregon. Washington-Oregon, yeah, that's an interesting one, definitely. Because those two teams... People are thinking if the Steelers should draft Michael Penix Jr. He's Washington quarterback, right? Yeah. And Bo Nix is the Oregon quarterback, but it seems like Bo Nix has been in college forever. Dude, <clears throat> I mean, I hope I hope Louisville beats Florida State so we can get into the last spot. Why? Where's Ohio State? Do they not have to play this week? Nope, they aren't playing this week. Why? They're number six. Oh, but then why does two – Three and five have to play then, and so, one. I think they're that's their like division championship. Oh, uh, so these are the championships. These aren't the playoffs for no for the national championship. No, because I was I was it's the Big Ten championship. Uh, Michigan versus Iowa. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, I could just look at it because they're playing at different stadiums. Yeah. See, they're playing at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, uh, They're playing at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. Bank of America Stadium. Yes, so they're playing in NFL stadiums. The Oregon-Washington game I'll probably watch because usually Friday nights there's usually there's I know SmackDown's on, but that seems very interesting. Uh, Georgia, Alabama, that's what time is that? Four o'clock? That's interesting. And then what time's the Iowa Michigan game? Eight o'clock? Yeah. What time's Louisville and Florida State? Eight o'clock. Uh, 
One's on Fox, one's on ABC. I don't know. To me, Alabama, Georgia, and Oregon, and Washington are probably the two ones I'm interested in. Because NFL prospects-wise, you have what? Bo Nix from Oregon, Penix Jr. from Penix Jr. and that wideout. That can never be a name. Romeo. Oh, I'm going to butcher his name. Then Alabama, you have like Jalen Monroe, who's the quarterback. Alabama and Georgia are going to just have a bunch of NFL prospects going at it. Yeah, I hope. And then Michigan. I hope Ohio State could get it. <laughs> Why? Well, if they're number six, they should be in. But then they pitch you up against like Georgia, and you're just gonna get steamrolled. Uh huh. If you're a number, f- it's one through four. It hasn't changed yet. Yeah, but when does the committee meet? I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure there's six. Who does? Let me see if I can look up who does the number sixteen meet in the. Oh, excuse me. Because I don't know. I can't remember who number. I think it's number four. Who is Who matches up with number six? All right. So, Liberty's number 24. <laughs> who would ever have thought that? Who would have thought Liberty would have made it in? Fucking. <laughs> oh, yeah, because stinks. Pitt wasn't good this year. Pitt needs to. Pitt needs to freaking reevaluate their. They need to roll with who they have <laughs> as their quarterback. All right, back to the NFL Week uh, 12 recap since we've gotten way too far off the track. Carolina at Tennessee. Tennessee takes care of business, and then they end up firing Frank Wright from Carolina. Pretty much expected. Oh, yeah, this bad game coming up. New York, New England was bad. Oh, you missed Tampa Bay and uh, Indiana. That was just boring. Oh, it was 27-20. Uh, Garner Minshew with the win. New England, just skip New England. <laughs> Jacksonville that, Houston was a very good game. Jacksonville won it by three, but uh, Justin Houston, Fields led them down the field. And Justin they, Fields, not Justin Fields. Fuck, uh, CJ Stroud. Justin Fields played the the shitty Monday he game. Played the Monday night about. game that should have never been <laughs> on TV. Yeah, we're not even going to talk about that game. It sucked. Um. Hey, at least TJ Hawkinson scored some points that helped me beat your dad in fantasy. My fucking tight end is injured for the season. Who is your tight? Oh yeah, never mind. You're Mark Andrews. Yeah. Who did you pick? Who did you pick up? Uh who's a guy from uh Buffalo? Dalton uh, Kincaid. Why don't you pick up Dawson Knox? Or is he done for the season? I I don't know. Never mind. And then uh Cleveland Denver was in it. 
a boring one, but nice the Denver beating Cleveland for us. Yeah, apparently they had a bunch of injuries too. Yeah, that's what's happening to Cleveland this year. This is what happened to the whole AFC North. As long as we could stay healthy, we should be good. Uh, the Rams steamrolling the Cardinals. Uh, yeah. The Kyler Murray still almost threw for three hundred yards, but he only he threw for two fifty six. Yeah. Uh, Kyrene Williams, 143 on the ground, and then Marquise Brown was the lead receiver with 88. What's going on with fucking Puka and uh, Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup. They should be the most lethal fucking receiving corpse in the NFL, and they stink. Well, apparently Cooper Cup went down again. Oh, great. Fuck that. Uh, (laughs) And Puka, people are learning how to cover him. Took long enough. It didn't take long enough. Uh, Kansas City, Vegas. Uh, it was good until uh, Kansas City picked up momentum. Now we're talking about the game of the week Buffalo, Philadelphia. That was an interesting game to watch. Oh, yeah, especially in overtime. Dude, Jalen Hurts is a fucking killer. Yeah, I have my fantasy. I had him last year, and it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, he's killing it this year. I'm kind of glad I picked him. I mean, I think he's doing better than Patrick Mahomes, though, too. I mean, he's just cool, calm, collect. But I mean, if you talk about feeling bad for Buffalo, Buffalo's zero six. <laughs> Buffalo's zero six in overtime, and they changed the <laughs> overtime rules for them. <laughs> Yeah, they're not even in playoff position because if nope. you go, they're down to 10. Here, I think it's playoff picture that I can look at. Yeah, you can go to the playoff picture. And they're not even, if you, yeah, because look, see, they're right there, 21%. They're not even listed here for that number one seed because look, see, Kansas City, Kansas City, Jacksonville. Yeah, that's the percentage of, like, the chance to, like, their playoff chances. Looks like the Bears are at 68% for the first pick. <laughs> yeah, but that's, yeah, but here, apparently Caleb Williams might not come out, apparently. There's a rumor. It's going to depend on who uh, has the number one pick and see if they can convince him to come out. Literally nothing else here. No, just go to standings and then hit playoffs. Oh, there's playoffs? Yeah, right there. Up. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, right there. Because right now it Baltimore's be... number one. And then yeah. it has actually here on the side menu, it has all the reasons and stuff. Yeah, but if you go up, <laughs> go down, see Buffalo's listed right there, the 10th seed. Because right now, Indianapolis could And the Chargers are way... The the Vegas... How the fuck are the Vegas Raiders up here higher than the Chargers? They've been asked. They've been been switching quarterbacks. They're barely winning games. And they're better than the Chargers. Yeah, but... Higher Brandon Staley immediately. Yeah, but if you look at it, uh, Houston's right behind Indianapolis. Indianapolis is in the postseason. Yeah, but if Houston beats Indianapolis, that could change because I right now 
Houston's six and five. If Indianapolis loses to Houston, dude, if the if 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 the if the Houston Texans switch with the Colts right now, we could be seeing Patrick Mahomes versus fucking CJ Stroud. Not How really. awesome would that be? We'd be seeing CJ Stroud versus Lamar Jackson. Uh-uh. The uh-huh. Ravens have a the Ravens have a bye week. Oh yeah, they'll have the bye. So yeah, you're right. So it'd be Stroud versus Mahomes. Dude, how awesome would that be? Yeah, but we would be playing Tua. Okay, I'm not too worried about that shit. And the Dolphins, dude, look at the Dolphins this year. How many points have they put? They're the number one in (laughs) in points. Dude, we have Pat P, bro. What do you mean? I'm Patrick Pearson. Dude, I want to. All right. I would rather I, play. Am, I am very, very honed in if I see a Joey Porter Jr. versus Tyreek Hill. Yeah. But Jalen Waddle's going to be fucking racking up points probably because Levi Wallace is burnt toast and so is Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson's just not as bad as Levi Wallace. But no, they're, both, Pat- they're both bad. But Patrick Peterson, I can definitely feel like I could put on. Hey, Mika's supposed to be back this week too. Yeah. All right, thank God. We can play the Cardinals and not have to worry. I'm worried about the New England game. I think that's a trap game. I'm not even going to lie. New England doesn't even know who the quarterback is. Dude, you know this by now. We can never beat New England. I, I fucking feel it being a trap game. We have to beat these two next two games, though. We can't just walk into, what, Cincinnati again? Yeah, and be... Well, because right now we're, we're seven and four. Hold on. Uh, we have to we have to keep pace with Baltimore. Let's see our schedule. It's right here. We have Cardinals, Patriots, Colts, then the Bengals. Uh yeah. So that uh, <laughs> yeah. So because if we beat the Cardinals, Colt, Cardinals, Patriots, Colts, we're going into that at what? 10 and 4. Yeah. <laughs> and going into that Bengals, we beat the Bengals again. We're 11 and 4. And then we lose to Seattle and beat Baltimore. We end this. So basically, that Baltimore game for the Steelers could determine the division, too. Yep. Yep. That's what I've been seeing so many videos of it. <laughs> and I've seen, the- I've seen. Um, like you know, do you remember the Christmas game with the catch and the? Yeah, the ex- immaculate extension. They're calling it. They called it. Dude, I am hyped if that's what it comes down to. I'm talking like a Sunday night football game. We're in fucking gross Baltimore. It's like raining, and we gotta win. Uh, we gotta win the division. Yeah, because this game doesn't have a time yet, so it could be like a Sunday night game. Well, that's why. That's why it doesn't have a gate. It doesn't have a time because if it if it meets for the division, it's gonna be on prime time, hundred percent. There's no way it's not on prime time. If the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers are going up, like no, that's that's prime time. Yeah, these two but, teams, we hate the Ravens, obviously. I'm worried about Patriots, like I said. Uh, well, the Colts the, don't have Jonathan Taylor now and, since he had, he went under one. The Seahawks I'm worried about. That's about uh, it. And the Ravens, you can worry about the Ravens. But I'm not really worried about the Cardinals, not really worried about the Colts, not really worried about the Bengals. Um, well, yeah, the, the Seahawks, Patriots, for some, I'm telling you, this is this that just feels like the trap game. 
Well, the thing I know with the Seahawks, though, is that they kind of look like they're regressing, though. Like, yeah. Geno Smith doesn't look the same like he did. Last I knew, he, I knew he, I knew he was a one year wonder. Well, also, the Colts don't have Jonathan Taylor for the next three weeks, and we play them in three weeks because he just underwent, uh, Jonathan Taylor just underwent thumb surgery. So, was it yesterday? It was yesterday you underwent. And then Deontay, did he apologize yet? Yeah. For that lack of that play, he didn't have any effort on. Jones apologizes for effort and Cincy. I was gonna say because if you look at that video again, he's just literally standing there, and then he's walking away. But I'm glad he apologized for it. Yeah, Arizona, I'm not too worried about. New England. Oh, it's a Thursday night game, too. Fuck. Yeah, it's on prime. Yeah, you didn't know we had we had two Thursday night games this year. They literally screwed us over with that. And then this Bengals game right here is a Saturday game because it's right before. 4.30 p.m. Yeah, it's right before Christmas Eve. So Christmas is a Monday. And then this is uh, the Seahawks games on New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. And then Baltimore is the week is, after. Is the week after, yeah. I mean, because this game right here, the Baltimore game is definitely, I'm thinking, for the division because Cleveland – Cleveland's all banged up now too. Let's see what yeah. Let's see what their schedule's looking like. Oh, they got a rough stretch, I think, coming up. Hold on, here we are. Hold on. They got they got the Rams. The, they still have to play the Jaguars. Rams, Jaguars, the Houston Texans might be hard for them, and then the Jets and the, But they but the thing is, uh, they've gave the Bengal fits though. The Ravens' schedule's pretty hard still too. <laughs> Because they got, they still got San Francisco, Jacksonville, Miami. I think's on their schedule. Hold on, I'm getting there. Give me a second. Yeah, see, look, they have what? They still have Jacksonville, San Francisco, Miami, and then yeah, so they could go down to end up being. I mean, I think they're they're on their bye, so. Oh, so we got the Patriots out of the, <laughs> the AFC East. Yeah. Okay. We, so they got but the, the thing Dolphins. is, but the thing is, we didn't get the Jaguars, the, or we didn't get the Dolphins. They got. Yeah, the, they split it up. Each team gets a different team. They got the Jaguars, 49ers, and Dolphins in back to back to back weeks. I feel like the char- the the. The the uh, the Rams will be easy for them. Jacksonville will be tough. San Francisco, depending on how that goes, that's Christmas. But that's at San Francisco, though. On Christmas Day. Yeah, it's on Christmas. Yeah, at but they got. They, but the funny thing is, you look at hey, they got to go to Miami on or no, Miami goes to them on New Year's Eve. 
Does the whole AFC North play on New Year's Eve? I guess. I mean, we, we got Seattle. That's a Sunday. We got oh, Seattle. Fuck. We got Seattle. That's it. Baltimore's got Miami. And then uh, who's Cleveland got on New Year's Eve? Hold up. I'm getting there. Cleveland, they play Thursday, so they don't play. Uh, so they don't play on New Year's Eve. They got the Jets. Yeah, so basically, yeah, so, uh, well, Cincinnati's got Kansas City. We got Seattle. Well, <clears throat> they thought that yeah. was going to be the Joe Burrow game. Yeah, which it's not going to be. It's going to be the Jake Browning game. Or if they go and I think A.J. McCarron's their backup. Yeah, so that, that's they thought that yeah they thought that was gonna be the Joe Burrow Mahomes matchup, which now it's not. And but the funny thing is, you look at you have a lot of division games. Uh, you have Green Bay, Minnesota. You have New Orleans, Tampa. You have Houston, Tennessee. So you have a lot of. So that day you have like some Chargers, Denver. Yeah, you, you have Green some Bay, div- Minnesota. You have some division games that day. So wait, hold on. Let's see what the standings are on the NFC side. Uh the Eagles are the top of that division. The Eagles are ten and one, and then I think oh, the, the Vikings still have a chance too. Yeah, I don't really expect any run from. I don't expect any run from Green Bay because what's Green Bay's schedule like? Because I know they have Kansas City this week, which they're gonna lose. The Philadelphia Eagles' one and only loss is to fucking Zach Wilson. Zach freaking Wilson. But I mean, you have. Who who does Green Bay play this year? We this they play Kansas City this week, but who does who do they, what's the rest of their schedule like? Who Green Bay? Because are they done? Because if Green Bay is able to catch momentum, and Minnesota falls out of that spot, well, they play the Chiefs, so they're gonna get they're gonna, slaughtered. They're gonna lose that. Game. They're gonna <laughs> the beat Giants, the Giants, Bucks, Panthers. Yeah, they have a very winnable schedule. Yeah, Minnesota is interesting because if you look at their schedule and they have Josh Dobbs as their starter, and it seems like they might make a change apparently because I read somewhere that they want to get a QB in there that's going to maximize Justin Jefferson. The Josh like Dobbs train was fun while it lasted. Yeah, I read that somewhere. Like I read they want they get they want to get a QB in there that can maximize Jefferson. All right, that kind of I guess that'll conclude our week twelve uh, recap. We'll start into week thirteen predictions. We just rambled for like thirty five minutes about nothing. Yeah. All right, Seattle at Dallas. Seattle. I mean Dallas. I think Dallas is just going to stomp Seattle. Seattle's defense, it showed against 
uh, San Francisco that even if you just throw the ball 50 times against them, so Dallas easily. and it, Could be a trap game, too. Yeah, but I still think Dallas is just a better team. Indiana, and then the Sunday game is. All right, then we have Indy at Tennessee. I'm taking Tennessee. Well, no, let's get this is a tough one. Yeah, this is a toss up game. You can go back and forth between this one. I mean, because you can go, I mean, Indianapolis defense, you can go off the defenses, though. If you just go strictly off the defenses, you'd probably say uh, Indianapolis has the better defense. Because you have to think Will Loves is a rookie and he's still going through the growing pains and stuff of learning how to play the NFL game. Well, I'm writing these games down. I'm going to go Indianapolis just because I just think their defense is overall better than Tennessee's. Even at Tennessee, technically, they could just hand the ball off to Derrick Henry or throw it to DeAndre Hopkins so many times. All right, next game, Los Angeles. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. I didn't. I didn't give my uh, prediction yet for Den- at, uh, Indianapolis at Tennessee. Fucker. Drop my book. I am going with Bill Levis. What? I'm going Indianapolis just because. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Bill Levis guy. Are uh, you like Will Levis? Are you the mayonnaise and coffee guy? I'm not putting mayonnaise in my coffee, but I like his swagger, and I think he's going to fucking he's gonna, he's gonna do enough. Enough, but I see how I see I see it going both ways. I, I, like I said, it's a toss up. Yeah, uh, Los Angeles at New England. Who do you think's going to win this game? I think Los Angeles, because I just think New England looks lost. And then the thing is, though, is that they have to go from they have to turn or New England has to come from Massachusetts down to Pittsburgh and play the Steelers on Thursday. I just think well, – well, also you have to think it's a West Coast team coming to the East Coast. Okay, so Buffalo, Chicago, Las Vegas, Minnesota, New York Giants, and the Baltimore Ravens all on by this week, so they're not playing. Um, I had to get that out of the way. Uh, yeah. I'll, go, I'll go with the Chargers just because they have a better quarterback. Um, yeah, New England think- doesn't even know who their quarterback is. They did. They did lose Joey Bosa, um, so they don't have one of their best DNs. Uh, but yeah, I, I this could be Bill Belichick's new home. Yeah, I've been hearing about. There's a rumor floating around. Apparently, the Chargers are possibly a landing spot for him. I'm down with it. I don't even care. I'd be fine with it. Let New England rot. Yeah, but he's still in the AFC though. I don't care. Let New England rot. 
That's true. I mean, you could. But I mean, you have to. Uh, you would have to. Okay, so you, uh, pick, you pick. You pick the the uh, Chargers. Yeah. All right, Detroit at New Orleans. I'm going Detroit. Yeah, I think they get a. I think they get a bounce back win. Uh, Atlanta at the Jets. Atlanta. Even though these two teams are bad, this is like a dumpster fire game. I guess I'll go Atlanta too. All right, uh, we'll skip over the Pittsburgh game because I know we'll get long winded on that. Miami yeah. at Washington. Miami at Washington. I think we both know who's going to win that. Uh, yeah, Miami. All right, uh, Denver at Houston. Give me Houston. Uh. That's a hard one too, because Denver is riding a five-game win streak. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Where are they playing? Are oh, they in Houston? No. Yeah, they're in Houston. Denver at Houston. Ugh. I might go Houston then. I pull for Houston. Houston is my little dark horse. They beat us, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, we we can't handle those uh, those West Coast offenses or those San Francisco style offenses. Yeah, so you're riding with Houston. Yeah. Carolina, Tampa Bay. Oh my Tam- God. Tampa. As much as, as much as this is a dumpster fire, I'm taking Bake. Let Bake cook. Wait. They did fire Frank Reich, and they might want to get some revenge. Yeah, but who's their head coach, though? Because they, uh, fired, they fired their head coach. Look it up. Look up who their coach is in. They fired their head coach. They fired their quarterback's coach. And they fired their running back assistant and stuff. They, they fired the coordinator? I don't think they did because I think their coordinator is uh, Thomas Brown, who came from that. Uh, who came from the uh, Sean McVay tree? Their head coach is Chris Tabor. Yeah, Chris Tabor. He's gonna beat up the fucking. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He is. I'm kidding. The, I'm, taking, I'm taking Tampa Bay on this. He is. He was the special teams coordinator. Now he's the interim head coach slash special teams coordinator. So. All right. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Give me uh, Tampa. Cleveland at Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I'm going. Ugh, this one's hard too because you have to go. Do you want Miles? Well, Miles Garrett apparently said he heard something pop in his shoulder. So this is a hard one to go. Like, do you want to go? Do you want to go temp? Do you want to go? Uh, do you want to go Aaron Donald or do you want to go the Browns? 
I just look at who's healthier on offense, but they're healthier on defense. Uh... I mean, the, the the Rams do still have Matthew This Stafford. is going to be a fucking shitty-ass game. I just know it. I'm, I'll take the Rams. Yeah, I'm, this is hard, too. It's going to be – you know how this game's going to go. It's going to be a fucking turnover, fucking frenzy for both teams. Well, yeah, because do you – I'll go, I'll go to the Rams because I think I might trust Matthew Stafford more than – who was it, P.J. Walker? Probably. Yeah, I'll go to the Rams. Now, this is the, should be the game – this should be the game of the week. They should flip the Kansas City-Green Bay – game to this slot and then slide this next game in. San Francisco at Philadelphia. <laughs> well, I think that Philly finally loses again. This is a hard one too because it's like, do you want to take San Francisco, but it seems like they have a defense. I will give them that. Their defense is starting to hit again, and they do have a fucking lethal pass rush, but they do have a very good – Philadelphia has a very good offensive line. Uh, and Jalen Hurts can scramble and throw the ball. Uh, yeah, no, I'm taking fucking – I'm taking San Fran. I think San Fran will take care of this. I'm taking the Eagles. I just think the Eagles will – I think the Eagles it'll be will... a It'll be a good game. Yeah. I think the Eagles are like San Francisco's kryptonite, though. They can't ever figure out how to beat them. And then Kansas that, City at Green Bay. Give me Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City's just got to steamroll Green Bay. Give me Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, the both, these next The Sunday night game and the Monday night game are both bad. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, I could see Cincy versus Jacksonville when Joe Burrow's healthy. A little Clemson-LSU fight right there. But, but Joe Burrow's not healthy, and we got a healthy Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, so I think they'll take care of business. I think the, I think the Bengals are going back down that. They're going to finish the bottom of the division, and it'll be that. Well, they are, they're already at the bottom of the division. I mean, like, unless unless something changes, which I don't think there anything that's going to change. Because they're right now they're five and six, and all their divisional loss, all their losses are all divisional, like all AFC divisional related. The Steelers have only lost one game. It's still the best in our division. We've only lost one. It was to the Browns, and it was by three fucking points. But still. Yeah, so far what? Baltimore, we beat Baltimore, we beat Cleveland once, we beat Cincinnati. Yeah, we only have two more of uh, AFC. Uh... Yeah, because yeah, it's Cincinnati and Baltimore, that's it. And we're done with the AFC North. At least we don't have to see the Browns anymore. Nah. I kind of knew we were probably going to split with the Browns. Yeah. So that's all. Um, that's all that's left is Cincinnati and Baltimore. And we're 
Cincinnati comes to us, and then we play Baltimore at the end. In Baltimore, yeah. No, Baltimore, we go out there. And it seems like we always tend to beat Baltimore in Baltimore. Uh, Remember that one game we had to win to get into the playoffs and we lost? Yeah, that was in Baltimore, and our G3 beat us. I thought that uh, – no, what was that year we were relying on the Browns to beat the Ravens? What was that one year with Buffalo? We need Buffalo to beat someone. This is when they sucked. They had Tyrod Taylor. Uh, I don't remember. I think they had to beat San Francisco – or not uh, the Bengals, and they did, and we got in or something like that. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but look, right here it says apparently Joe Flacco – could possibly be the starter for the Rams against the Rams. <laughs> yeah, what? I think we picked the right team to beat the... Joe Flacco, yeah! Hey, Hi, YouTube! We all look like... Is that what we all look like? Najee Harris on Steelers offense. Everything's fixable. Hi, YouTube. This is what we look like. All right, so this is our last game we got to predict here is Arizona at Pittsburgh. Uh, I'll go Pittsburgh. I'm going to go Pittsburgh here too, uh, but Kyler Murray has been cooking. Uh, so as long as our defense keeps him contained and our offense continues to make strides towards the right area, I think this should be an easy game to win. If yeah. not, it will not happen. Uh, but I, I think we're just going to win because I think the way the offense is looking, I think with this second week of learning together with the new coordinators and then with Minka coming back, I definitely think we'll have a better chance of winning. Yeah. Plus Minka's back. So our offense is really – you can see that the secondary has been kind of – like struggling. Oh, don't sleep on Trenton Thompson though. That kid looks like he's definitely gonna be a legit option. I know. I'm just saying they just they look like I don't know. It looks a little more like they gave up a lot bigger plays now. Than yeah, have. that's the one part of this year that they have been doing. They've been giving up big play, like those big plays. Yeah. All right, so that'll wrap up our NFL segment. Now we can move on to Survivor Series. Samuel, did you watch it? Yeah, I did. All right, so we'll start with the women's royal – or not royal. Women's um, war games match? Women's war games match. Your thoughts? I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was better than I expected it to be, especially – I liked how Dakota Kai got involved, though. Dakota Kai definitely, even though she's not able to participate in the match, at least she was involved somehow. Like, I like how she uh, get, poked the Kendall stick. The favorite part of that match was EO Sky. Jumping off the top, jumping of, the off the top of the garbage can. With the garbage can on it, yeah. Also, I liked how Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair could actually get along. I already made up at the end. Because I have... Maybe it's not here. Because do I have... I don't have Charlotte's pop somewhere. I don't know if I ever bought Becky's yet. 
Did I ever buy Becky's yet? I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was a decent match. Um, I watched. Uh, I think. I think that this immediately shows that um, <clears throat> we're going to see a Bailey babyface turn very, very yeah, soon. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I, that's what Kyle's thinking too as well. I think, I think because if you look at damage control, all right, he's, you have he's clearly the odd man out. <laughs> yeah, because Dakota's from New Dakota Kai's from New Zealand. Io, Asuka, and Kyrie are all Japanese. And Bailey's from San Francisco. So she's obviously the odd man out because she's not a foreigner or she's not from a different country. Because, But then you look at it, Io, Asuka, and Kyrie all have had history with each other from wrestling in Japan. And then Dakota also wrestled in Japan for a while. But Io, Asuka, and Kyrie were all stardom wrestlers, which is the Japanese women's program over there. And then Dakota went over there and wrestled, I think, for a while. And that's how she met. So Dakota, Asuka, Kyrie. And EO all have been friends with each other, I think, for a while because they were in Japan wrestling. I'm correct. Well, storyline wise, obviously, Bailey's kind of the odd man out. You can tell if they're like behind her back making decisions now. Yeah, it's more like EO's the leader now, which I don't blame. EO's the champion. So EO should but be the one. You have to remember, right? When Bailey was a baby face, she was ultra loved. Yeah. Everyone loved her because she was like, you know, like the girly girl. She had the ponytail and all she that. She had the color. Bailey buddies. Yeah, like those like big, two. like those wacky inflatable tube people. I remember when she debuted with those big inflatable tube things. I remember how big of a pop she got. Yeah. Now, she turned, She. I remember I watched when she turned heel. I remember she, started, like, knocking it. she knocked those things over and everything. See, I've been watching wrestling longer than you have. Actually. Yeah, I know. So I remember a lot of that stuff. Yeah, but you should be surprised that I know about that stuff. Well, I've yeah. only well, been watching for actually a year and 29 days. So I've been watching for 26, or actually, what was it? 20, what was it? When was the... I watched the 2001. It was like 2000 till now. So, technically, yeah, because I remember the, I remember a lot of the older. So, I caught the back end of the Attitude Era and then into the Aggression Era. Yeah, was it the Aggression Era? If I'm correct, because that was like the Rob Van Dam, the Hardy Bros, the Edge and Christian. Well, they were technically the Attitude Era. Uh, I remember the SmackDown Fist debut uh, stage. I remember Sheriff Stone Cold, uh, Hollywood Rock. 
uh, Hulk Hogan playing uh, Mr. American, I think his character was called. Dude, do you remember when Triple H came out dressed up as Vince McMahon? And then Shawn yes, Michaels, Shawn came, Michaels out came out, out Shane McMahon. And he's like, he takes the mic. He's like, shut up. And he, Shawn Michaels falls. Yeah, out. fire. No, I remember that because I remember Shawn Michaels falling like this. He came out and was doing Shane's like little dance. <laughs> I like the... big ones, small ones. I'll even do an Asian. Yes, I remember that. I remember also when, uh, I mean, Eddie Guerrero, when he would take like objects, he would smack the wrestler with it and they'd throw it at the opposing wrestler and it'd fall down. Because <laughs> he did it when Batista, it was a, I can't remember, it was a Joey Mercury and Eddie Guerrero and Batista, and I can't remember who the other guy was. And Eddie Guerrero grabbed something, he smacked Batista with it. Threw it at Joey Mercury and it fell down. Like Joey Mercury hit him with the chair. <laughs> Man, Eddie Guerrero was so good at what he did. Yeah, too bad his uh life got cut short. Yeah, he it'd was. Be, it'd be nice so... to see. It'd be nice to see where he's at in this dumb Mysterio storyline now. But dude, if you watch some of that old Eddie Guerrero stuff, what he did, like. His uh, entrance when he comes out with the low rider and I everything. I lie, I steal. Dude, oh, that was so like he was at the, with the time he was wrestling, it was so good. Like he was cool, fun to watch, especially when he would like taste different things and he would like whack them with it and then fall down. All right. So yeah, that, I mean that match was all right, but we can obviously we obviously know where that's going. Yeah. All right. So, so I, I my favorite wrestlers right now are probably LA Knight, uh, EO Sky, just because I think she. Give me, give me five. Top give me five. Your top now or all time? Yeah, like right now, like active wrestlers that have wrestled. LA Knight, right now is my favorite. Probably my favorite, just because the way. He reminds me so much of like the old school type of wrestling. Number two would probably be EO just because I think she's uber talented at what she does. Uh, number three is Dakota Kai. Uh, number she does she count though? She hasn't wrestled in like a year. Number four, I'll probably say Cody Rhodes. Wide. I just think Cody Rhodes is probably the best, like, talent. Because I remember watching him when he first debuted in the Rumble throughout his career until now, to see. And number five? Ugh. It's a toss-up for me because I'm either between uh, Seth Rollins or Becky Lynch. Or Charlotte. I always thought Becky Lynch and Charlotte is all. It's always hard for me because I just think they're just too good at what they do. So my number one, really Brock Lesnar, the Beast. All right, number two, Roman. 
Of course. I love I love a heel Roman. He's so enjoyable. He's an asshole. Everybody hates him. I love it. Does a great job. Three. Yeah, you ever watched him with the shield? I like him as with the shield, but he's so much more of a final boss now. He's awesome. Well, yeah. He, hey, yeah, hey, he's hey, 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 they brought they brought CM Punk back. All right. We have one more that need to bring back, and it's Dean Ambrose. I don't Excuse think he's John coming back. Moxley right now. I never say never. We I don't think thought, he's coming we back. All thought, we all thought CM Punk was never going to show his face again. No, I knew CM Punk was coming back. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about like the months ever since he got fired from AEW. Yeah. I'm talking about like when he left, it was like, yeah, he's never coming back. And guess who came back? Yeah. And his shirt's number one selling, I think, now. Dude, I don't like how they like plopped him over Randy Orton. Like it just took away. Oh, uh, Randy. Orton. See, that's the thing though. You go top ten wrestlers, and Randy Orton's on my top ten of all, all right. time, definitely. So where am I? I'm at Brock. You have Brock Roman. No, I'm at three. You said uh, you, you didn't say who your third guy person was. We do in WWE or all wrestling. WWE, if you want to, or okay. we can do all wrestling. Because if my top five all time wrestling is probably, co or like each any company, WWE is probably there's too many I could go to all of the ones. AEW don't really watch as much, but when there was it, it was probably Kenny Omega. New Japan's Will Ospreay. He's not in. He's not in New Japan. He went to AEW. No, he's in. He's still in New Japan because his contract's technically not over until next year. Impact is probably Mickey James, just because I remember Mickey James in WWE. Or where's the, Mar where's Mercedes Monet? She's injured. She's injured. Supposedly, there's a or, rumor. What? What? what, what? Uh, wrestling thing does she work for? Apparently it says New Japan, but apparently there's a rumor that AEW wants to bring her in. Or she goes back to WWE under Sasha Banks, which I would do. We need to see Sasha Banks versus freaking uh, Bianca or like Rhea. I, I'm, I'm up for it. I wouldn't mind seeing Sasha versus Rhea. Well, we know Rhea, it's Rhea. We know it's Rhea. happening at 40. It's, Re it's Becky versus Rhea. Rhea, Rhea's just destroying everybody she's wrestling dude, now. Dude, Donnie's like, dude, I like Rhea. I'm like, Donnie, well, I didn't even know you watched wrestling. Huh, like, <laughs> you like Rhea, like, like Rhea or like Rhea? I think he likes Rhea. Like, yeah. likes Rhea. I don't know. He's, I didn't know he watched wrestling, but he's like, I like that. that Believe me, I'll admit, who's your wrestling crush? I don't have a wrestling crush. Just name a woman wrestler you think you would date. None. I do. I have some. Well, I'm not single. You are. <laughs> I would probably date Dakota Kai. That's why she's in your top five. Eo Sky. Gigi Dolan. Or JC Jane. I hear you. Or Roxanne I, Perez. I hear you're a Carmella guy. I was, but then when she changed her character, I was like, "Yeah." Well, she, like she, 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 she just had the, a kid. 
Yeah, I know. So did uh, Tay Mello. What about Alexa Bliss? Isn't she? Wasn't she pregnant? She still is. I had a crush on Alexa Bliss. Like right when she debuted on the roster, I was like, "Yes, that's my crush, my celebrity crush." Now my wrestling crush has just been changing every time. Come on, Samuel. We know you're a Rhea Ripley guy. Like every other one, every fucking other person on this planet. I don't even think Kyle is Rhea Ripley's. I think Kyle likes. Uh... My dad has a huge crush on Kyrie Sane just because. <laughs> I don't man. I mean, Kyrie Sane is good looking. Though. I can't tell you that. Now we're just rambling about crushes and. Yeah, like I'm talking about top five. All right, I'm giving you my top five. Members. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. Randy Orton, L.A. Knight, Seth Frickin' Rollins. Ooh, honorable, the, honorable mention, Gunther. You have the Viper in there. I'm getting the shirt, but it's taking forever to send. Which one it, are you getting? New, it's the brand new RKO shirt with the uh, put the Viper on it, and it says like something RKO. I can't. Who his pose? If you know his pose, his pose is so easy. I, I can't do the hand thing, but I know it's this like, is like this. He does the. I it's like dude. I'm, he hit that. He hit that on Monday Night Raw, and I was like, "Yeah, I've seen that pose for probably the past." And then when he said, "Mommy, this, mommy, that, daddy's, daddy's back," like, yeah, dude. When? Yeah, is, but, all right, all right, I have a question for you. When are yeah, we guess see, where when are we gonna see? When are we gonna see Randy Orton RKO, mommy? I don't know. We know it's coming. She, yeah, interferes with, she interferes with all the men's matches. There has to be a time where we see Randy Orton. Yeah, there has to be a time where Rhea is able to get into the men's Royal Rumble, though, too. Well, like anything where she, like, involves herself into a match. Yeah, but guess where Randy Orton's headed to this week? He's going to Friday Night SmackDown. He's going to SmackDown. I expect him to RKO one of the Bloodline guys. That's probably Jimmy Uso. He's the sacrificial lamb right now. Yeah, but do you really believe the whole Jay, like, Randy's okay with Jay since he's out of the bloodline now? I never trust Randy Orton. <laughs> Randy Orton. Yeah, you never trust a Viper. They like, always I could say. See, I could see Randy Orton turning on Cody and that being a feud before WrestleMania. But, like, right now, we're getting, Shits we're getting Shitsuke versus freaking uh, Cody. Cody yeah. See, because the thing is that Shinsuke was doing – all those weird promos. And we thought he was talking about CM Punk. No, it ended up being Cody Rhodes. I still think Cody Rhodes wins that feud. Why would you make him lose? You know what I mean? Like, why would he lose that Well, feud? he's also the first man to declare for the Royal Rumble. Who do you think? So, Raw after Survivor Series, and it's not till the like, this time in two months. In January. It's, yeah. it's a month. Well, once we hit the December, it's only a month. Who do you think is going to appear at the Royal Rumble in the men's and women's? Who do you think the surprises are going to be? For me, the men, I think it's going to be... Uh, for me, it has to be one of the NXT people. It has to be either Dragunov I think I think or Trick. Braun Breaker. And uh, Trick or Carmelo. Trick's, Trick's probably going to stay in NXT for a little bit. I, th I, I think say, Mello's about to turn heel. We all know that. No, I think Mel is going to get caught up to the main roster. He's turning heel and joining the 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 the, the, the Bobby Prophets. Uh, 
Yeah, but what do you do? You really think Bobby Lashley's gonna deal with him losing all the time? I'm telling you, he's the one that took out Trick Williams. Everyone, no, uh, it was Lexus King because there's a video that just came up of the NXT anonymous person that was Lexus King, which was formerly known as Brian Brian Pillman Jr. Wait, was it on NXT or was it on like a different website? It was on Twitter. Just type in at NXT Anonymous, and there was a video of Brian Pillman or Lexus King. I'm gonna keep having to get used to saying that. Standing, like standing around, like he's texting somebody, and then he sees Trick Williams come flipping out, and then, uh, and then, uh. He goes to where Trick Williams is standing, and then he starts beating him up, it looks like. And that's why on NXT, was it last night, I think? That's why uh, Carmelo Hayes was flipping out at Lexus King. Just type in on Twitter NXT or X NXT Anonymous. Hey, maybe I can show you. Oh, is that who that was? I didn't know who this was. This apparently is Izzy Dame. I didn't know who that was because when she attacked Roxanne Perez when Kiana in the backstage, Nikita Lyons came back. Did you find it? My Twitter is acting up. Well, here I have it actually pulled up because. Oh, wait, here it is. Yeah, it's just like. Yeah, see, like, Lexus King is just like standing by pipes and he's like texting or I, I don't know if he's texting somebody or what he's doing and then trick williams busts through the door he's mad he's i think he's flipping he's flipping out about i don't remember what and then he goes into this little back room and then he follows him and then i guess that's where the anonymous or he starts beating him up i guess Did you see the video with uh, Paul Heyman trying to recruit The Rock's daughter? Yeah, Ava Rain. Yeah, because he's, he's like, like, he's like the bloodline, and he's like trying because because she's 
basically part of that <laughs> Anawaii culture, based at Samoan <laughs> culture, that Roman, The Rock, uh, The Usos, Solo Sokoa, uh, all their, the, the two dudes, I'm always forgetting their names. Yeah. But they had a name. Zilla Fatu? Yeah, the Fatus. It's... Dude, Zilla's about to be nuts. I can't wait for him to hit NXT. He's in an Indies right now. Uh, Jacob Fatu, like, that's part of the... Well, they call him Mini Umaga because he's Umaga's son, Zilla. Solo's Umaga's son, too. No, he isn't. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. That's Umaga's was the Samoan Spike. No, he's the Uso's youngest brother. Did you not pay? Do you not pay attention? What? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's Zilla. Uh, Zilla is Umaga's son. Who was I thinking that Umaga's son was? Because yes, I forgot. Yeah, what you want to call it? There was a, yeah, Zilla Fatu, you're right. I don't know if he's going to sign with WWE, though. He's, he's in the Indies. He's he's like he's like my age. Excuse me. No, you're right. Yeah, I, I was forgetting that. I was thinking of somebody else. Solo does have the Umaga spike. Yeah, he has the Samoan spike, which is Umaga's finisher. And he is awesome. I want him to be the tribal chief. But anyway, back yeah, to but... back to uh, Survivor Series. All right, <laughs> we have a rising star lucha fight, if you will. Uh, a dragon freshly heel, a freshly turned heel, Santos Escobar versus uh, Dragon, dragon Lee. Lee. I like Dragon. I thought Dragon Lee was going to win this match, no. but obviously I knew they were going to make Santos, Santos just turned heel. He has to win. Well, he's been a heel before. Well. Just turned heel right now in the storyline. Ah, Santos is good. He looks as a heel. awesome in that fucking suit. Comes out, he's like, "I hope you get an infection. I hope they have to amputate." And I'm like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> this guy doesn't give a fuck. No, he doesn't. But I mean, I, I mean that, that match. Right. That match was boring to me. No, that was all right. What was the next match? Rhea versus Zoe. Yeah, that, that match sucked, in my opinion. That match was, eh. The, and then we get to what was... It was Gunther versus The, the Miz. Miz. That was boring to me. It was all right. Um, I really wish that, like, The Miz would have been a little more, like... Like, he's a baby face, but he's still The Miz. He still does the same shit he always does. Yeah. So He's like, done the like same that. shit the past, what? How many years has he been? It's not 20 years. And... I like to I like to 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 state that your statement was cap. Miz did headline WrestleMania. He was a main event. I'm oh, sure it was that, John Cena. I never said the Miz was never. Yeah, never, I you, I said he was in the main event one year, right? You're like, no, he was never in that. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, I must have forgot. I couldn't, uh, dude. I've watched what 
30, what, since 2000, how many WrestleManias have I watched? I'm supposed to remember every headliner of every wrestler that. Well, it was pretty easy because there's a top, there's a point where The Undertaker was fucking on a streak. Yeah, he was on what? Brock Lesnar's the one that broke it. He broke it at WrestleMania 30? Was that was the New Orleans one, if I'm correct? It was. Because that was like the one with the big giant X. And then they had. That was the one also where like Stone Cold, The Rock, and Hulk Hogan all came out. That was also the WrestleMania Daniel Bryan won the World Heavyweight Championship and the WWE Championship. Was that during had, the Yes Movement or no? That was during the Yes Movement because it was, I think at the time, Batista had the Heavyweight Championship and Triple H had the, the WWE Championship. And Daniel Bryan had to wrestle both of them in back-to-back and the like, I think was it one match after the other. This is when WrestleMania was only one day. <laughs> now it's two days. Well, no, they had. Uh, it was also during when they had a thing called WrestleMania Access, is where like they would get like certain wrestlers, and they would sign autographs and stuff. Well, didn't uh, didn't um. Didn't they used to do like a royal the, the the not the Royal Rumble uh the Money in the Bank at WrestleMania? I think one time at WrestleMania 31, if I'm correct, because was that the one in L.A. or San Francisco? I do remember them doing it one time. Where was it? The Miz or? Zack Ryder ended up on top with the thing. I don't remember, but I think they did it one time, but then they made Money in, Money in the Bank its own pay-per-view. Because this year, now they're starting to take all these pay-per-views like international, because like Elimination... France, Australia... Elimination Germany. Chambers and... Elimination Chambers... Yeah, in Australia. I think Backlash is in France. Germany's got something. Germany's got something called Bastion of Berlin. We all know that Gunther is going to be headlining that with like Imperium and shit. Crown Jewel is in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Uh, Money in the Bank. I don't know if they announced where it is this year. And we don't know where WrestleMania 41 is. Well, we know it's in Philadelphia this year. Yeah. People are, we're, we're hoping to get WrestleMania here in Pittsburgh one year. It will happen since Philly took, a, took it this year. We got a while, but it would be sweet to have WrestleMania. Yeah, but they're doing that Lincoln Financial Field. They usually never did WrestleManias in outdoor stadiums because. And it's going to be in April, too. So, I mean, it might rain. Like, it's going to be gross. I know how this is. I know how the weather is around here. Uh, they've done it in the rain before, if I remember. Was it? Well, they got like a fucking canopy over the rain. Was that in New Jersey? Was it the one at MetLife <laughs> Stadium they held that like the rampway got wet? 
Because that was, I think, wasn't that also Batista's last match? I think it was at WrestleMania 39. 39 was last year. It was not WrestleMania. It was not. No, yeah, you're right. Because that was WrestleMania goes Hollywood. So that was 39, yeah. What year was that? What WrestleMania was it one where, like, the ramp got soaked? I'm drawing a blank on it because it was also the first time I saw Pat McAfee on a program. And that was def- definitely MetLife then. Because I remember him telling the story about the camper that they, like, fucked up. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember what WrestleMania is that because I remember it being, <laughs> I remember it being Batista versus Triple H because Batista came back, he demanded the match against that WrestleMania to retire. So that was 2019. What WrestleMania was that? Because that was also before they start putting their stuff on Peacock. That had to be MetLife then. <clears throat> I'm drawing a blank because there's video of Xavier Woods like singing Batista's theme song, which is Saliva's Walk Alone. Because there's a video where he goes like this. Because that was like Batista's thing, and, like fireworks would come out. Ugh, I'm drawing a blank. And Edge does, does the. Yeah, his. It's this. He does like I don't know. It's this. He does like the I've given up. We're getting off track of what we were trying to talk about. Survivor series. We're talking about when Pat McAfee debuted and it was wet outside. <laughs> That's true. We get so off track on everything. Okay, so we might the last just... match was the Miz versus Gunther before the Men's uh, War Games, which the Men's War Games was pretty good. I like yeah, that. I like, like the Men's War. I like that it looked like Randy was going to turn heel immediately, like immediately. I like how I thought he was. Like, I like how he thought he was, people thought he wasn't going to sh- like he wasn't going to show up at all. Oh, the anticipation Rhea, was really high. And Rhea comes out running with a ref and like hands the money in the bank. As soon as it's about to cash in. In my head. This yeah. fucking big buff guy comes outside. He looks good. He looks good for being 43 and having He's docked. I think he, and he also he was coming off back surgery too. Yeah, double fusion back surgery. I mean, man, the guy looks good. He was a part of that. If I'm correct, was he a part of that Cena class? That came up to WWE at the same time. He's a he's a fourteen time world champion. Cena's yeah, yeah. But there was that like there was the like the reason I'm asking this because there was that infamous 03 class because you had Cena, you had Orton, you had Batista, you had Lesnar. Lesnar was 02, wasn't he? No, I think he was 03, or maybe he was 02. But they, a lot of them didn't debut till 03 or something. Maybe late 02, early 03. But I remember because he didn't have he didn't have the full like arm sleeve of tattoos stuff. He still just had I that. He still had he still had that like one he has right there, and then he had this that back one. Yeah, I liked it. I liked that Randy Orton hit a sweet 
RKO on fucking JD Funko McDonald. Fuck man. JD McDonald's his ass. Yeah, he looks like one of these things. Right here. This is and what he looks like. I loved how they had like the World Wrestling Federation, whatever, the World Wrestling any World Wrestling Entertainment or something like that in the corner. And they had like it looked like it was over. I was like, Yeah, everybody was like, Oh, looks like no CM Punk, and all here's and, and I was like and it's like color part and alley hits. Did you see that video? I actually wanted to ask you, did you see the video of Seth Rollins like freaking out? He's putting like double fingers up. Dude, that's Seth working. Seth Seth is and, so good at what he does. He's working. Like I, I they're like, oh, I we, kept his, this, we kept this under wraps. No one knew about this. I'm like, I thought the program. I thought the way they, but the thing is, uh, there's a debate going. On. Did they, it? Did it overshadow Randy's return? Yes, because yes, Randy came out five minutes later. They de- they debuted uh, CM Punk back with the company after ten years. It took away from Randy's sweet ass RKO and him coming back and winning, helping uh, Team Cody win War Games. Yeah, but t- you have to think. In my opinion, like Randy Orton, we were like, "Oh, CM Punk came back. CM Punk came back." It wasn't reactions to Randy's RKO. It was reactions to CM Punk because they knew Randy was coming back. And yeah. I, you know, because they I get announced that everything it. shouldn't have to be a surprise for wrestling. I get it. Every, yeah, not everything they, has to be a surprise, but Randy coming back should have been a surprise. Well, they had to announce Randy a couple of days earlier because they didn't want people to think, oh, well, CM Punk's the mystery partner. Because they didn't want people to get their hopes up that if CM Punk didn't show up, that people were going to freak out. Like, could have debuted Randy on Monday Night Raw. Like, you saw how crazy yeah. The Rock went. That's what we. Th- I thought they were going to do. They were well, if you, noticed, if you noticed Survivor Series, they had the, the walkout that wasn't the whole screen. Yeah. Because they, they wanted more people in the building. Like, yeah. There's people sitting behind there where usually they have the screen all the way up, but they don't, they don't use those seats. Yeah, you don't but see the big. But they took it down, and they just had that that little entrance way instead of it being a whole screen. Well, yeah, but if you saw it, it couldn't even fit the punks, like two things like that. The famous, like, like he puts his hands like that and with the X's, you couldn't even see it. I think his promo on Monday night would have been sweet. If he was just sitting down in the ring, like crossed. Nah, crossed. That, well, that would make me feel like I flashbacks to 2011 when he did it. Or he's like, you know what, John? As you're laying there in pain, fuck you. I'm leaving. I'm taking your championship with me. I think he's... I love, how he, I love how he name drops like other... like You know, it's like an unwritten rule to not do that. And yeah. he, just, he goes out and he's like talking about like New Japan and shit like that. But I think he looks much happier now that he's back. He looks a lot more cleaner presented too, like yeah, because you like because you really like the way he was presented in uh, AEW. He didn't look like he wanted to be there, even though there's like there was like different talent over there. He's never wrestled Dude, before. How awesome would it be if we got MJF in WWE? He would be an interesting one. I feel like Seth would fucking walk out though. Yeah, but you have to figure out, like... Because you know damn well, if an MJF was to... Because his, his contract's up in the new year. Yeah. If if MJF were to ever come to 
WWE. He's already fucking steaming hot popular in AEW right now. I think he will leave because I don't think he's going to. AEW is fucking drowning right now. It's all fucking retired old fucks. Like, why is Ric Flair still wrestling? Bro, he's 70 some fucking years old and he's still wrestling, thinking he's Dolly Parton or some shit. I don't know. Get the fuck out of here. My dad watched him. Where is his new. Yeah, this is like his new. Let me see. How is Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles and he is fucking in practice? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm watching him go through mo- motions and toss the rock around. We're going to get copyrighted. Turn that off. Hey, this is the- Turn that off. This is the Turn news. that off. Turn it off. We just got demonetized. Yeah, we're about to get fucking discontinued because of your ass. <laughs> we just got demonetized. Damn it, Samuel. <laughs> But no, that's the new one they're using for him. Yeah, they remastered it. The old one I remember him using is the uh, one where like his face would flash by several times. And then it would show the best in the world and then his name. And then the fist again. That one is the new one. They remastered the song. And then they changed the whole person, like the whole thing, where like it's all the stars a lot brighter now. Now I gotta edit that out, dude. The women's tag titles are fucking the most biggest joke ever. They're boring too. Oh yeah. If I'm correct, on Monday Night Raw when they defended them, I literally skipped past it. Like, it, to me, it's just like Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green. Whatever you say it. I like how Samantha Irvin uses it. Hold on. Did that even pick up on the podcast? I got to see. Please don't tell me we got to re-record this whole thing just because I did that. Damn, I didn't know what's in recalls. It's the uh, Chase U dudes lost the. Uh, Andre Chase and Duke. Was it Duke Hudson is his name? Yeah, Channing. Uh, Tony D'Angelo and Channing Stacks won, or whatever his real name is. Do you know who Ariana Grace is? No. Uh, you remember who Santina Morello is? No. He was. This was his Santino Morales whole thing. He had like a sock that looked like a snake, and he would go like this. Well, his daughter's a wrestler now. Who who used to do that? It was Santino Morello. Oh, you're you're thinking of Mick Foley. 
That's how I was gonna. I was like, wait, that don't sound right, Samuel. <laughs> no, Santina Morella had something else. It would look like a snake, and uh, it would look like a snake, and. I don't even know how to spell this guy's name. Santina. <laughs> All right. Oh, look, look, I think it's time for us to pilot this uh, this episode. Yeah, see, look. I think it's time for us to pilot this episode. Uh, he's wrestling in Impact now. Oh, geez, dude. You went. You went really far down. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Sand Sports Pod. And we hope you guys have a good rest of your day. And uh, yeah, peace out. All right.